Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. It's been a crazy couple of weeks in the White slash Little John household. Phew, not exactly how I was expecting to start season two, but you know, when you got a four-year-old, shit happens. <laughs> I'm really excited to be on the mic and getting a chance to get some new episodes out for you, babes. I am dropping two episodes today. Yep, it's a two-parter. So once you get your kick in the ass here, shoot on over and get another one in the next episode. So like I said, the last couple of weeks have been nuts. I have needed a very hard reset <laughs> with my habits and my routine. Bexley is back from California and she's with us for the next few months, which I'm so happy about. Uh, but things are different this round. She is in virtual school. Yep, guys, I've got a kindergartner. And it is not as easy as it sounds. I was really thinking, I was so naive, guys. I was really thinking that I could like plug and play. <laughs> like I just sit her in front of the computer and be like, I'm out. Let me know when you're done with school. And um, it, has not, it has not been working out that way. I am officially a homeschool teacher slash business owner. And uh, it ain't cute. <laughs> it's not cute. I have found that, um, and my parents that are, are doing virtual school right now, you guys know what I'm talking about. You feel me. You feel my pain. Um, it's, it's really not as easy as it sounds. I have found that my mornings have been a little consumed with making sure she is acting right in class. I feel like half the time she's in class, I'm just like, Bixley, put the pencil down. Bixley, pay attention. <laughs> Bixley, stop talking. Bixley, what are, you, what are you picking at? And so sprinkle that in with making her meals, doing her schoolwork with her, nap time, play time. I have found myself trying to squeeze in time to do the thousand other things that I have to do during the day, especially with my girls and my clients in my business. Um, with Otis being gone physically during the day at work, I'm not gonna lie, I was riding the struggle bus for a couple of streets. I was staying up really late to finish work, trying to wake up earlier before she got up so I could get work done. And then at the cherry on the Sunday, training my new support coach this past week in the program. Um, so my whole routine is really out of whack. Side note, my support coach is fucking crushing it. And this week, I feel like I really, really feel or I, I, I'm starting to remember why I needed one because she has taken such a weight off my shoulders. Um, so I'm so freaking excited to have her on board. But I realized that my routine was completely out of whack. So... I took control back, which is why <laughs> I finally got my episodes in to get edited and I am posting. I'm posting. I'm posting. I really want to post like two more episodes this week because I've been gone um, a lot longer than intended. So we're going to see. But yeah, I, I had to get back in control of my schedule and remembering who I am, what I do and what my identity is. I'm not a lazy person. I'm very organized. I'm very on it. So I had to remind myself to get back to it. And that's exactly what I did. I, I really made an effort and I was really intentional this past week, making sure that mama was taken care of first, because 
mom is taken care of, if she feels good, if she feels organized, if she feels on it, then that transcends into the rest of my household. And then I started sharing responsibilities. I don't know about you moms, but we are not superhumans. If you're a stepmom, bonus mom, I'm a bonus mom. You got six kids of your own, whatever it is, we are not superhumans. And so something that I'm trying to learn, because I, 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 <laughs> I have naturally a very controlling personality. Um, I just like things to be a certain way. And what I'm learning is if you want to get shit done, you got to share the responsibility, especially if you're able to in your household. I started making dad figure out breakfast, you know, on the mornings that he goes in a little later or he's off. I started making him do the evening schoolwork and the nighttime routine so that I could do a little last minute work. I started giving myself a set bedtime so that I could wake up at least two hours before everyone else so that I had both my me time and time uninterrupted to do some work and to get a really great head start on my day. I planned sessions around school breaks, rescheduled content time, email time, program send out times. And with all that, that meant I needed to create new habits and break a few bad ones that have been happening the last couple weeks that were leading me down the path of just plain unprecedented productivity and overwhelm. I recently started, well, I finished it now, but I started and finished a book called Atomic Habits that I a thousand percent believe everyone should read or listen to. I'm both a visual and an audio audio learner. I used to love reading books. I mean, I remember in high school, me and my mom would just share books and we would just read these big ass books for no reason. But as I got older, especially when I started my business, I don't make time. I have time. I could make time, but I don't make time to just sit and read books. I feel more productive when I'm able to listen to one and multitask and do something else like going on a walk or doing some emails or cleaning. So I like to listen to books. So if that's you, I really recommend Audible. I don't have a sponsorship. I just really like Audible. Um, So I would definitely download the app and um, you get credits, especially if you have an Amazon Prime account. So it's it's really nice. You don't have to pay for the book every single time you want to listen to one. So, you know, download Audible. But anyway, so I started this book called Atomic Habits and the book itself provided some really fresh and nice perspective and helped me relearn a lot of things about habits and what it takes to create new ones that feel second nature and break bad ones that are no longer serving me um, in a productive way. And a lot of the stuff I knew, it's things that I've learned along the way, both being in it and reading on my own and listening to podcasts of people who have, have mastered their own routines. But it provided a lot of fresh perspective on how I can explain things to my girls and how I can coach them to break new habits or to break bad habits and to put new ones into place. One of the early lessons in the books talks about self-awareness and how it's the first and major step in implementing a new habit. And it's something that I have preached for years specifically in the program because it, guys, you can't change anything that you aren't aware of. Cues to habits after several months and most likely years. A lot of the times before we break a bad habit, we've been doing it for a long time time so much so that it becomes invisible after a while unplugging the toaster after making your morning toast having coffee after you wake up for energy changing your clothes as soon as you get home from work all of those are habits they don't necessarily have to be bad or good nearly everything that you do in a day is a form of a habit a lot of the times uh we're on autopilot because i bet there are things that you don't even think about 
anymore. You likely did in the beginning. You unplug the toaster so it turns off. So you're not like paranoid that your house is going to burn down. You have coffee as soon as you wake up to get energy. You change your clothes when you get home from work to be more comfortable. But after a while, you just do it. They're, like I said, you're on autopilot. Automatically do these things so much so that they're not even a second thought. You don't put any energy into thinking about them, right? I open the blinds every morning when I get out of bed. And in the beginning, I did it so I wasn't tempted to get back into the bed and go to sleep. The sun is also my natural alarm clock because I get up about the same time that it begins to rise every day, which is like six, seven in the winter. But now it also signals to me that that is about the time everyone in the house is about to start waking up. So finish what you're doing. However, after years of doing this, it's something that I don't even think about anymore. There is no conscious reasoning as to why I open the blinds. I just do it. I'm on autopilot. The same logic applies to bad habits too. The book quotes a famous line by Carl Jung, I hope I'm saying his last name right, that says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And when I heard that quote, I was like, oh my God, so true. So fucking true. The first step to instill a good habit is to become aware of the bad ones. And this is why I preach self-awareness in the program. You have to, have to, have to increase the awareness of a bad habit. In my program, I tell my girls, all the time. Start having those tough conversations with yourself. Start to call yourself out on your shit. If you know that having a heavy lunch makes you tired and you skip your lunch break workout, then stop, call it out, and stop having the heavy lunch. If you know getting on your phone in the mornings makes you waste 30 minutes and causes you to rush, then you need to acknowledge that. You need to stop getting on your phone in the morning. Once you're conscious of the bad habit, then and only then can you begin to make some shifts so that you can replace it with a better one, right? So going back to the lunch example, this is actually one of my bad habits or was one of my bad habits. I was having super, super heavy lunches in the afternoon after a big work morning. This was this was more so in the beginning of starting a business um, and working from home, but I started to pick back up on this a little bit when I was adjusting to a new schedule with Bex. So I was having super heavy lunches in the afternoon, which meant the following 30 minutes were spent trying to talk myself out of a nap, which nine times out of 10, once you start to begin to negotiate a nap, you're just, <laughs> you've already lost. Like it's, it's, you're gonna take a nap. And I usually did, even if it was like five, 10 minutes, but this is time when I knew I needed to be on an afternoon walk or a run or doing something to re-energize me for the last portion of my day. It also meant sleeping in the afternoon, getting behind on my schedule, rushing to get household chores done, rushing to get dinner done. It was just a domino effect. So then the rest of my day, I was playing catch up and no one wants to end their day like that no one wants to end their day feeling like they're already behind before they even go into the next day right so I called it out then I started making small decisions leading up prior to that to help me avoid wanting a heavy lunch so making sure I'm eating breakfast and also my mid-morning snack so that I'm not overeating at lunch already having a lighter prepped lunch ready to go by getting ready for the day before making sure that my shoes are laid out that I have a podcast picked out that I already want to listen to so I'm ready to go that I don't waste time trying to get ready for my afternoon walk right it's already in front of me I already know what I want to listen to what I'm going to wear where my shoes are because taking too long means there's more room to negotiate with myself between the nap and the walk right and if I'm negotiating between a nap and a walk I'm choosing the nap (laughs) 
(laughs) It wasn't just about not having a heavy lunch or just eating something light. It was about all the cues leading up to the heavy lunch, right? That I was actively trying to avoid or change, making sure that I was making shifts so that when lunchtime came around, it was easier to make a better decision, making your environment work for you and not against you. So I'm going to give you guys a little homework today or starting fresh tomorrow. When you begin your day, start becoming aware of and rating your habits. Begin to acknowledge the good, the bad, the neutral. Even though I don't like saying good and bad because I feel like it's objective, you get the idea. So if you wake up at 7 a.m., that's neutral. Or if you're trying to wake up earlier, maybe acknowledge that. Get on your phone, probably shouldn't do that. Get up and take a shower, that's neutral. Getting dressed or ready, neutral. Skip breakfast, "Ah, probably shouldn't do that. As your day moves on, start calling out how long you're spending on your phone, procrastinating your work, skipping your workout, skipping your lunch, going to Taco Bell on lunch break, skipping the grocery store, eating fast food for dinner. Once you score your habits and identify the ones you want to begin to shift, then you can begin to change the cues leading up to them and begin making those shifts. You'll hone in on your night routine and give yourself a bedtime. It won't start with falling asleep at the exact time that you want to be asleep, but you'll start by making sure you're in bed at a certain time, that lights are off at a certain time, your phone is on the other side of the room, or your TV is off at a specific time. Then sleeping at a certain time, you want to begin to make those shifts leading up to getting up earlier, right? Because getting up earlier or waking up earlier doesn't really happen if nothing changes the night before, right? If you're still staying up late, if you're still not getting good sleep, if you're waking up at two to go pee and then you're getting on your phone for an hour, if those things don't change, then waking up earlier is not going to happen. I think we often forget that when we want to change a habit, we also have to change the things that are leading up to the habit and what's causing us to opt for that decision in the first place. If you're skipping breakfast, have it ready the day before. Have the pan out on the stove for your eggs. The veggies that are going into the omelet already chopped. Have the protein bar or the protein shake on the first shelf in the fridge so you can grab it and go. If you're on the phone too much during work, turn it off and put it in your purse. Give it to a friend at work and ask them to give it back at lunch. Often you'll find that while changing habits is partly just fucking doing it. (laughs) It's also about making it easy on yourself, setting yourself up for success so that you're more likely to follow through. So this week, when you're thinking about how you want to change your productivity, your laziness, your diet, your activity your sleeping habits, your snacking habits. Think about how you can, one, acknowledge what exactly needs to change because we can't change what we do not call out and make ourselves aware of. And then two, or the second step, is begin to shift the things that you're doing leading up to the habit that you want to change, the new one that you want to put in its place. Make your environment work for you and not against you. But we'll dive more into that in the next episode. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.